Welcome to Jays From Home. My name is Matt Gower. I am the host for today. Steve is away. Um, been a bit of a tough week for, I guess, everybody uh, <laughs> in the Blue Jays family. Uh, it's hard to... Uh, uh, it's been hard for me to watch some games this week for, for many reasons. The Jays have been on the West Coast, um, so those late start times make it uh, very difficult for uh, someone who has young children to, to stay up late into the night. Uh, no matter how much coffee I, I try to, to drink, I think my, my, my limit is seems to be 11.30 p.m. because it, it just my body says, nope, time to go to sleep. But anyways, welcome to Jays From Home. Uh Follow us on Twitter at Jays from Home. Uh, tell someone about the podcast. Um, yeah, we try to put it together every week, and uh, we'll see what happens uh, as far as guests, hosts for next week, and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Um, it's been a uh, it's been a busy couple of weeks, like I said, um, uh, for the Jays. Uh, uh, Mike Wilner tweeted this recently. He said that the Jays are one of only two AL teams forced to play five games in 70 hours, then play the next three, uh, the, the next day three time zones away. So that's in reference to that five-game set against Tampa last week, uh, where they had the doubleheader on the Saturday, and then they, and then without an off day, they they traveled immediately to Oakland. Um, and apparently, Boston and the Yankees uh, don't cross three time zones with an off day at any point this season. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's tough. I, I, I don't know why the Yankees and the Red Sox don't have that, uh, quirk or, or, <laughs> uh, downside in the schedule, but that's just how it is, I guess. It's been, a, it's, it's a, it's a rough bunch of games for the Jays. Um, so yeah, they lost, they've lost two series this week, basically. Um, they're at 45 and 41. Uh, they lost on Monday to the A's 5-1. to one. Cole Irwin for the A's had eight innings pitched and one allowed. And Manoa had a tough outing. I think he was just kind of pressing too hard. And that was the July the 4th game. Um, and I guess afterwards, um, people were um, firing celebratory gunshots after the game. And some people in the stadium actually got hit by the gun. So yet another reminder that gun control... Uh, is definitely needed uh, in the States because we saw some other very sad and terrible uh, incidents that happened on July the 4th. Um, so, yeah, I don't think that uh, you need guns to uh, celebrate anything. Um, and like I said last week, you barely even need fireworks. Um, Tuesday, the, the A's lost 5-3. to th- uh, the, the A's won 5-3. to three. Um, I don't think I watched that game because I have zero notes on that. Uh, Wednesday, the Jays pulled one out 2-1. to one. Chapman hit a home run against his former team in the 7th, and Bichette hit the go-ahead solo home run in the 8th. Barrios had a good outing that day. He pitched six innings and allowed only one earned run with six strikeouts. Um, and then uh, we saw the Jays travel to Seattle. Um, if you listened to last week's show, me and Gary Hill Jr. had a great talk about uh uh, the, previewing the series, but um, the Jays just kind of fell flat, I guess, so far. Um, they lost 8-3 to on Thursday, um, and then on Friday before the game, they had a players-only meeting, um, and that really, like, they, 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 the game went 11 innings. They lost 5-2, to but in the end, it didn't it didn't work out uh, the way they wanted that one too. And then Saturday was a pitcher's duel. They lost two to one against Robbie Ray. Alec Manoa had a had a had a really good outing, but it wasn't good enough. Um, I guess there were at least two times in the game where the Jays came up against the bases loaded and and, and couldn't uh, cash in any 
And he runs. Um, I, like I said, I only lasted till about 11.30 on Saturday night's game. Uh, because, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> those, those late starts are hard. Um, I even tried, I even had an 8 p.m. Uh, iced coffee and it, it didn't make a difference. Uh, my body is, is, needs something stronger than, than iced coffee. I don't know, maybe, maybe I can go back to the 60s and grab some of those greenies that the baseball players used to take. And that'll, that'll, that'll keep me awake and alert for, I don't know, 48 hours. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Robbie Ray had a strong performance. Um, and yeah, like I said, the Jays lost two to one and yeah, it's just, uh, the bats are, are seemingly cold from what I, from, from what these results might, might, might lead you to think. But actually, uh, earlier today, um, Buster only tweeted out, uh, something, uh, and this is thanks to the, uh, Fangraphs website. The Jays are actually number six in weighted runs created plus in the entire, uh, entire baseball. So, so I don't know. I think this past couple of weeks are just uh, evidence that maybe their bats really aren't as bad as it seems. If you look at the big picture and that's something we need to remember, we need to look at the big picture when it comes to this team. Um, just quickly, uh, I'm recording this Sunday morning. So uh, Kevin Gossman, it was announced that he won't start um, at this point. It hasn't been announced who will make that start. I'm not really sure who it's going to be. Um, I'm hoping for maybe Ross Stripling because I don't want to see another kind of spot starter in there because I don't think that the the that it'll hold up to the to uh, the the offense. We've we've seen Thomas Hatch uh, come in and get hit hard, and they've tried different things like uh, going with an opener, and it it just hasn't worked when we're the Jays have been putting AAA arms into the uh, into the uh, rotation. So like I said last week, it's evidence that they need to they need help uh, and more depth in the starting pitching, and they need that fast um so yeah um i guess i'll go with my my strikeout like a lot of people are are, are the are starting to kind of re- raise their volume in the in the fire montoyo crowd but um like i said we got to look at the big picture um and if you're really on the fire montoyo or fire any coach uh bandwagon you don't really follow this team closely i don't think because i think that this is a very tight knit knit team including the coaches we saw this with uh uh uh, mark budzinski's daughter passing away and how everybody kind of banded together and that might have played a factor into how this team has played in the past two weeks it's a tragedy for a family and and the jays are a family and they're they're all taking it pretty hard it seems uh but it also just shows how close this team is and if you were to fire a coach off of that team then um that, that would just I think hurt the team more more than more than anything else. So, like I said, if you're if you're if you're saying fire a coach, you're not following this team closely. You're not firing, firing uh, following baseball closely, because you know managers and coaching staffs are hired by the front office. They all are on the same page. They 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 all all know what is expected of them. It's a knee jerk reaction. We saw two firings so far this year. Uh, uh, um, in in Philadelphia and in uh, in in Anaheim, you know, it worked okay for for Philadelphia. Anaheim, it really didn't make that much of a difference. You you could argue that that uh, Madden deserved to be fired because his strategies were sort of becoming a little um, outdated. Um, what with intentional walks and such, uh, but it's it's a knee jerk reaction, and I think that uh, it you know moves like that, you know. It's 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 more of a, a 
uh, I guess a, a strike on the on, on the front office and how they put together teams. So and, and I think that um, you know Atkins and and Shapiro know that uh, they need to help get help with pitching and and firing a coach is not going to uh, save. <laughs> or gain any wins for the team. So, yeah, that's my strikeout for the week is the Fire Montoyo crowd. Um, and speaking of pitching, I, my, my no, no decision this week is that I don't think um, that the serious arms, the, the pitching help that the Jays are going to need aren't, is going to come until closer to the to the trade deadline because, you know, prices are going to be um, high uh, this early in the season because you're getting more more, more games out of it. So they're, they're, good, they're, they're waiting until until they get close to the deadline to, to kind of make those big moves. Um, and they're, and that's really what they can afford to do because the division is, is, is out of reach at this point. So as long as they, they keep treading water and stay in that wild card position, then they don't really – they're not in serious, serious uh, jeopardy of, of, of falling out of the race. So, that, so as long as they can keep going – and I think that All-Star game break is going gonna, is gonna to help uh, with this team who's been playing a lot of games in the past – month and a half or so i think that all-star game break is going to help with this team but uh yeah we're not going to see um a big move or or like those 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 you know uh, really depth moves uh for the rotation until until we get closer to that uh i think it's august 2nd or whatever it's it's it, it is let's see the trade deadline yeah audit i think it's august 2nd is the trade deadline this year so uh early august Late July is when we're going to see some big moves for the Jays. Um, so my home run, speaking of the All-Star game, is uh, uh, Vladdy and Alejandro Kirk were named to the starting uh, team for the AL. So that's that's great. They were voted in. Um, I think that probably, at the very least, um, Alec Manoa uh, deserves to be uh, going in that starting pitching staff as well. Um, yeah. Gossman, eh, maybe, maybe. I, th- I think that people are... Um, uh, I think that... I would not be surprised if he didn't make the team. Uh, people are kind of still um, praising him on the fumes of his of, of his um, of his strong start to the season, but he's 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 definitely seen some adversity lately, um, especially <laughs> being injured. Um, but uh, I guess we'll go now to the to the weekly poll. Um, which AL team in the wild card hunt should the Blue Jays be most worried about? Um, so the choices were Red Sox, Rays, Mariners, and Guardians. And I chose Guardians. Uh, so did the majority of, 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 of voters. There weren't a ton, another 10 votes. So half of the people thought the Guardians were. And I think that's I think that's true just because they are in the central, first of all. So they're, they're, their um, competition is, is automatically weaker because they play most of their games against central teams. And the Guardians just, as a, as a franchise, they just do outside of the box things and you never know what's going to happen and they have an MVP MVP candidate in uh, Jose Ramirez so they they could just uh, make a, make some noise and, and go on a on 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 a streak and, and, and sneak their way into the playoffs um i think the the red Sox and rays are kind of going to eat up uh, on, on themselves and and they still might make the 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 playoffs uh but uh, the, the the guardians are just the mystery team lurking that you never know what's going to happen um Oh yeah, and I was talking about Kevin Gossman. It turns out that his, his shoe actually saved him from injury. He's wearing high top shoes, and I guess the ball hit the high top. And if it, if he wasn't, um, that probably would have ended up in a broken ankle. Maybe he might have. I guess that probably means that he would have missed the season. I, if you have a broken ankle, I don't think it's easy to to come back from that uh, midway through the year. 
Um, speaking of injury, Danny Jansen and uh, Jimmy Garcia uh, are rehabbing in Buffalo, so that means that they are close to coming back. Um, so that's that's good news. Maybe bad news for for Gabriel Moreno because I don't know what they plan on doing doing with him as far as keeping him up on the team or sending him down to AAA. But I think they want him to have regular playing time, so that might mean sending him down to to AAA. Um, the Jays made a uh, kind of a depth relief signing, signing uh, claiming Matt uh, Peacock from the Royals. And I think what ended up happening is they just sent him straight down to Buffalo after that. Um, but that's just another one of those. Just they're they're pulling at strings right now until the deadline. When 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 once the uh, and and once we get further down, like uh, when, once we get closer to the deadline, teams are going to have a better idea of whether they, whether they are buying or selling. So um, right now, teams believe or think or hope that they're still in it, so they're not going to trade away um, some of those arms that might be available a month down the road. Um, and we saw a legend come up uh, from Buffalo for the Jays uh, to help with the outfielders. Devon White, former uh, World Series champ from those 92 and 93 years, uh, came to work with the outfielders because of uh, Bud Bensinski is, is, is away dealing with the, his family issues. Uh, so uh, it's nice to see a familiar old face in the lineup. Um, and then we saw... Um, Let's see here. There was a there was a, a tweet earlier I saw uh, from. Uh, let's see here. It was Casey Bannerman and Corey Parkin, uh, uh, a Mohawk artist. Corey Parkin. They collaborated to uh, make this jersey. Uh, I guess the. I don't know how to pronounce this. Caronto tackle twill stitched baseball jersey and I was maybe going to buy one but looking at the website now it seems to have been it seems to be sold out so uh, it's a very nice uh, concept potentially for a uh, city connect because uh, it uh, it uh, uh, shows the uh, the kind of connection um, between the, the, the Jays and, and, and indigenous communities across Canada um, it says proceeds from this collaborative project will be going towards uh, resolving water challenges in indigenous communities across Canada. And um, the I'm just reading this from the website, the Kunaranqua in Mohawk language has a deeper meaning than I love you. It is an interconnected, deep love, caring and compassion towards another relation, whether it be a person, animal, plant, life, or spirit. The actual translation is the blood that flows belongs to you. So yeah, I'd say um, in this day and age, love is definitely a good uh, message to be promoting, and uh, this would be a great uh, design uh, as a city connect. Even even an alternate jersey that could, that could make a nice uh, a nice uh, permanent collection to the uh, Jays uh, uniform set. So that yeah, good good uh, good jersey uh, uh, concept there for sure. Um, and we'll connect. We'll, we'll we'll link to that on the on the on the show page as well. Um, so we're about halfway through the season. We I think on Monday it was the 81st game of the Blue Jays schedule, and I just thought maybe I'd revisit some of my uh, 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 preseason picks to see um, how how things turned out here. Um, so as far as my awards season picks, uh, I think I kind of struck out on those because I chose. Uh, for my MVP, 
uh, as was Vladdy, and 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 he's he's having a strong season, but not as strong as Aaron Judge or Shohei Otani or Jose Ramirez. Uh, so so you know he's he's not going to win MVP this year. That's 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 unless he does something just super human and and just crazy between now and the end of the season. But that's probably not going to happen. He's just going to. As long as he puts put keeps consistent, puts up his solid numbers, that I'm I'm happy with that because he is having a good season. Uh, my Cy Young also a strikeout. I, I cho- chose Jose Barrios, and he's he's still he's still trying to find that that uh, that command. I guess uh, he had a good outing against Oakland, but uh, I think um, maybe his next outing will be a better a, a good gauge of, of what uh, to expect from him. My Rookie of the Year could still happen, uh, Bobby Wood Jr., but we may have uh, witnessed actually. Uh, in this series against Seattle, uh, the uh, current Rookie of the Year in uh, Julio Rodriguez, the center fielder for the for the Mariners, so he he might be uh, the, the the front runner. Also, there's Jeremy Pena for for the Astros. Um, yeah, lots of lots of good players there. Um, so as far as like the my picks for playoff teams, I chose the Jays to win the East, which is not going to happen. Um, White Sox to win the Central. Which probably won't happen, but it could still happen. They're still they're around 500, and Astros for the West. So I think I was right about the Astros. Wild card were Yankees, Rays, and Red Sox. So I think all of my playoff teams, except for maybe the White Sox, are probably correct. Uh, but uh, we'll see. Um, in the NL, um, I chose Freddie Freeman as MVP, which probably is is not going to happen. Um, Jacob DeGrom for Cy Young, he's injured, so that's also not going to happen. Rookie of the Year, O'Neal Cruz, I don't think he has enough, uh, he's going to have enough plate appearances and games to to win Rookie of the Year. So that's always a tough uh, uh, award to, to project as well for rookie of the, Rookies of the Year, because you never really know how they're going to, how they're going to, going to, you know, play. <laughs> but I think, I think Cy Young, you're looking at for the, for the NL, Sandy Alcantara, um, MVP, it's hard hard to say I guess um yeah off the top of my head I didn't I didn't really I'm not sure who, who would win MVP um as far as playoff teams I chose the Braves to win the East and they're making a big surge right now they could they, they I think they're only last time I checked two or two and a half games behind the the uh, Mets so that's that's gonna be close um Central I picked the Brewers who are indeed leading the Central the West I picked the Dodgers and for the wild cards, I picked the, picked the Giants, Mets, and Padres. So I think all these teams are probably going to look to uh, they're going to make the playoffs. I didn't expect the Padres to be uh, ahead of the Giants, though, as far as the the West standings go. Um, that's a, a pleasant surprise. And actually, I, I watched a pretty good um, game yesterday before the uh, before the uh, uh, Mariners game. Uh, the the Padres and Giants faced off each against each other. Um, I guess it was the Fox game of the week for the West Coast, and Carlos Rodon against Yu Darvish, and Carlos Rodon threw a complete game, which you don't you don't see very often at all this year. It's either you know usually if it's a complete game, it's going to be a no hitter. But the uh, the Giants won three to one, and it was a very close game, and it was just fun to watch um, those two teams play against each other. They're they're good uh, good. Uh, uh, NL West uh, uh, division rivals. Um, yeah, my World Series matchup was Dodgers against Jays. Dodgers, I, I think, are, are still a strong contender. The Jays are definitely going to need to 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 patch some holes if they want to um, if they want to be a World Series contender. I think that they maybe 
this past few weeks they've dropped out of World Series contender kind of status. Um, so they'll need to they'll need to um, add more depth to uh, to the pitching, both both starting and and relievers to to kind of um, to kind of pull this pull, pull back into into World Series contender status. Um, so yeah, other other news around the league. Um, it was announced this week that we will be having some meaningful March baseball uh, next year in 2023. The the World Baseball Classic is coming back. Um, they announced this. Uh, so there's going to be um, in uh, there's going to be four pools of of, of team countries. Um, the first round on one end is going to be in Tokyo, Japan, and the second and on the other end it's going to be uh, in Arizona and Miami, and so yeah, and it, there's also going to be uh, one one uh, round in in Taichung, Taiwan. So uh, yeah, that, that'll be be fun to watch actual um, you know n- meaningful baseball in March because we we see a lot of uh, exhibition baseball, and that's that's really tough to watch. Uh, you know, players just work on things, but but the games will matter. So that'll that'll be that'll be fun to watch. Uh, the championship will be in Miami uh, March 21st. And yeah, it'll just be fun. I, um, Canada, if you're wondering, they they're in uh, they they they're in Pool C alongside uh, USA, Mexico, Colombia, and there's a, a qualifier team. I think in September maybe uh, there's some qualifying tournaments that are happening. Um, so they they're they're going to be playing. Uh, there'll be a qualifier team in that pool. Uh, so that that uh, is going to be a tough draw for Canada, but this team is getting better and better whenever uh, with each tournament. So it'll it'll be fun to watch uh, Canada play. Um, yeah, the All Star Game uniforms were were leaked uh, recently. Um, they're better than last year, I would say. Uh, it looks like they're basically going with just um, the the regular kind of jersey concept but with gold lettering uh, in whatever font that the team has and i guess the nl is going to be in white and the al is going to be in black which is that that's cool but i would still rather see the teams wear like the players wear their individual team uniforms because that that just i like seeing all the different uniforms and all all the colors and when they just kind of make everything look bland and, and the same it's just a little a, just a little bit more boring like maybe even just put on their regular team caps at the very least but uh they're just gonna go with with uniforms now i guess um and it was also announced that the uh commissioner can add legends to the all-star game which he did i think earlier in the week when he had added albert pujols and miguel cabrera to each to the uh, nl and al team so th- those were those are well deserved um, I'm not sure if there are there any other legends this year off the top of my head that I would add. Uh, cause, uh, maybe 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 uh, uh, Jose Molina for the Cardinals uh, might be a guy who you might add to the team. But I guess um, then the team is, is getting pretty bloated as far as the roster size as it as it is. So it would be difficult to uh, fit ev- all those players onto the into the game as they do uh, try to, to to make an effort to do. Um, so yeah, um, that's that's that'll make the game uh, add a little bit more fun to the game, uh, seeing Pujols and, and Cabrera play. Um, and then finally, I was talking about those that uh, those gunshots at the at the A's game, and I think Liam Hendricks is becoming one of my my favorite um, players as far as outspokenness because he was uh, recently uh, there was uh, the Highland Park uh, July the Fourth shooting, and, and and Liam Hendricks was was speaking out against against that because um, he's from Australia, so their, their gun laws are, are quite different, same, same as here um, 
compared to the United States. And now that I'm clicking on my link, the uh, link is blank. So I can't tell you exactly what he said, but it's basically he was came out against all these uh, pro-gun uh, people and, and saying that, you know, like people don't need to have guns and, and guns need to need to be under control because really it's, it's it's just stupid all these all these shootings that are happening and, and sadly like you could predict what was going to happen on july 4th you knew that all there's there would be crowds of people together and then someone some someone was going to do something really dumb and destructive and violent and and guns aren't are are, are not the answer and and i think that we all um, need to take the, the lessons of that uh, 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 City Connect jersey I was telling about and just uh, think about uh, love. <laughs> that needs to be the, the message. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, Liam Hendricks, thank you for, from on behalf of all fans for, for just speaking out against against uh, guns and gun violence because because we need to hear more players opinions on this people people say that uh, politics and sports should be separate but I disagree I think that um, you know um, when it when when you see gun bullets falling into stadiums and it, it like politics is, is bl- and, and, and sports definitely blur together and and people uh, look to see their their favorite athletes their favorite public figures. Um, have an opinion and, and speak from their heart. So I think it is important that that we hear these these opinions. Okay, so uh, now we're going to go to Blue Jays. Uh, look ahead for next week. They're playing against uh, the Phillies at home and the Kansas City Royals. So um, I said earlier this earlier um, on last week's podcast that they needed to, to pull some wins against the A's, which they they weren't able to do. Um, and the Royals too are, are are one of those teams where they should get some wins against, especially at home. Um, Phillies, uh, they are without Bryce Harper, I think, still, but they're they're a tough team. It's it's been proven to to play against the ANL. Um, and in case you're wondering, you know, uh, the the interleague play um, has been mostly against. Uh, teams from the AL Central for the days this year, but I guess the Phillies have been deemed a natural rival uh, for whatever reason, so that's why they are playing against the Jays uh, this week. So um, it'll be uh, interesting to see the, the Phillies come into town, and it'll be interesting to see how that series plays out because the Phillies um, are, are also kind of in the same position as, as the Jays, uh, just you know battling for that one of those wild card spots. Uh, Minnesota Twins check in. They are right now sitting in the lead in the West in the Central uh, Division at forty-seven and forty. They took uh, two out of three um, in Chicago at the uh, playing the White Sox, and they lost two in uh, Texas playing the Rangers. Um, uh, next week they are playing uh, against the Brewers in in Minnesota, and the White Sox are coming back to Minnesota as well. Um, interestingly, uh, we I talk a lot about Byron Buxton because he's probably their most exciting player. He um, and last week I was telling you about how you see something new in baseball every day, and here's something that's never happened. Byron Buxton uh, started a triple play against the White Sox, and it was the first ever eight. Five triple play, so center fielder to to um, third base uh, triple play. So that's this apparently never happened uh, ever in the history in the over 150 years of, of Major League Baseball that, that has never happened to have a triple play from the uh, center fielder to third baseman. So uh, yeah, go check out that replay because it, it it was it's definitely interesting. It was more of a a base running blunder by the White Sox. That was definitely um, 
their fault, but they, you know, it was a, it was a, a pretty good catch by by Buxton. So they should have they should have uh, uh, known a little better than than to assume that he wasn't going to catch that. Uh, so that that triple play is more on the White Sox than it is on Byron Buxton. But uh, you know, uh, it's never happened before. Um, so Titans check-in time. Uh, Jackie Urbias was named Player of the Week. Uh, he had a, uh, I guess he had a pretty good week. Um, let's see here. Uh, I don't have any details, but uh, he, I'm assuming he hit well. <laughs> um, they went won two out of three against the New Jersey Jackals, and also two out of three against the Empire State Grays. Um, interesting that they lost a game to the Grays because the Grays are a travel team. Um, I learned earlier this week listening to Effectively Wild that um, they're basically made up of um, older players from uh, kind of feeder development leagues. So, um, you know, the, the, the Frontier League needed an, an extra team to kind of uh, balance the schedule, and the Empire State Grays are that... Um, team but the 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 competition the the, i guess the the uh skill level of these players aren't exactly at the level of the rest of the league so um and they they actually like some lost something like 34 games in a row and um they've been on relatively somewhat of a hot streak this past couple weeks winning a, a bunch of games um so maybe they are kind of getting used to their to their competition but uh you know they are not the best team in the league, and that that's a bit of an understatement if you look at their record. But anyways, um, oh, I didn't put a check in to see who they're playing next week, so I guess we'll be surprised. <laughs> but um, I think that um, we are going to head over to the uh, Titans game later this uh, afternoon um, to see the finale against these Empire State Grays. Empire State Grays, because Krista's work is having a uh, a baseball day, so we're we're going to take the kids and and, and go. Uh, meet with some of Chris's co-workers and, and watch some baseball and hopefully um, the kids will uh, watch some baseball and uh, actually just go on a n- nine inning long hunt for uh, for for Cappy so we'll see um, yeah just on to personal stuff to talk about um, my home run no decision and strikeout are the same things uh, 24 hours without internet because there's lots of goods bads and just what whatever is about not not having internet um uh friday i woke up and uh or i was woken up because uh krista was telling me the internet wasn't working so i went to try to fix it and you know i plugged it in and unplugged it and nothing happened because apparently the whole country was without uh (laughs) rogers service if you if you if you're a rogers customer so that's difficult because uh our kids they like to watch TV when they're uh, when 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 they're getting ready for 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 you know the day in the morning and then, and it uh, keeps them entertained when there's nothing to do and you know sometimes they, they it's, it when you have things to do like dishes and cook supper the, the TV definitely uh, grabs their attention and when they don't have the TV they get very uh, upset <laughs> and that definitely did happen on Friday Bo Bo was not happy that. Uh, that uh, he wasn't able to watch his 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 uh, his Pink Fong and, and and Ryan's World and all those things, um, you know. And it, it's also difficult because um, you know we rely on 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 our cell phones to be able to, to call people. Like I don't have a landline and I, I have no no contact with 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 people. So it's you know I had to like basically go go to a to a, a shopper's drug mart and borrow their 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 Wi-Fi signal just so I could you know know what's going on in the world. And apparently. Yeah, millions of people were without internet service, so that's that's pretty crazy. Um, you know, on the bright side, you know, it, it was nice not to have to watch YouTube for for an entire day. And I think that we, unless Krista's got YouTube on for them right now, we're keeping the streak going because I just 
just just something just annoying about putting on YouTube and, and watching all those commercials and watching all those just shows on YouTube. There's just something it's just grating on me. I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah. So some in, in in one sense it was you know nice nice not to have to you know have the internet and have to. It, 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 I guess it's a throwback to like when I was in high school <laughs> when we didn't have internet at, at, our, at our arms reach all the time. So, so, so there, there's, there's good, there's bad, there's, there's, there's neutral, um, you know, like people had a hard time shopping at grocery stores. Uh, luckily my, my bank works so I could go and take some cash. Uh, but it's just, uh, not the easiest thing to be without services like debit and things like that. But, uh, nice to have the internet back because I can, talk to you i can i can i can publish this podcast i was slightly worried that if we were going to be more than 24 hours would we be able to 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 podcast would i be able to podcast this 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 weekend but the answer is yes i can podcast um definite strikeout about 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 uh, no internet was i was not able to watch any baseball i really wanted to watch that apple tv friday night game because it's just a different presentation of the baseball broadcast but i wasn't able to um but that's okay it, it happens it turned out that it, w- it would have been a very late night and I, I probably wouldn't have been able been able to watch that whole thing anyways um it'll be nice to have internet back and also good on the blue jays for for um not scheduling a game on monday uh when the the, the premiere of better call Saul is on so i will be uh enwrapped on monday watching uh watching how this whole saga turns out um but yeah uh, hopefully you were enwrapped by today's episode of the podcast, uh, and uh, I will talk to you next week. Remember, follow us at Days From Home and tell a friend. Bye-bye.